Trust to find you well that you can say with all believers, uh, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice no matter what day it is. It's a rejoicing in the heart because you're on God's wake-up list this morning. Abosheni, Morweni, Dumilang, Sanbonani on this beautiful, beautiful uh, spring Monday morning. Can you believe it? We're already into the 11th day of September in one, two, three, four days from where we are now. We pack our bags and we'll meet each other face to face at Buffalo's Port, uh, taking a well-deserved break once again. I know we've just come out of a weekend, but I know you're all strained and stressed because of the uh, Rugby World Cup, and by God's grace, yeah, the box made it uh, yesterday. So, uh, trust to find you well, and uh, indeed a privilege to be in your company. We are a Christian radio station proclaiming the good news unto the ends of the earth. Such a privilege to proclaim to the world that Jesus is God. Jesus is the answer to everything in your life. Our Creator, our Lord, our Redeemer, our Master, our King, the one whom we bow before, we worship, we adore, the one to whom we turn. And God has given you a beautiful, beautiful tool in your hands to make sense of your everyday living. It's called the Bible. It's the blueprint for happy living. It's the blueprint, marriage guidance. It's the blueprint for raising your kids. It's the blueprint for how to do your job, how to go about your life on a daily basis. And therefore, we here at Radio Pulpit believe in the infallibility of God's Word. Thy word is truth, says John seventeen seventeen, And then it says, sanctify them by your word. What a beautiful scripture it is. So stay with us for the first couple of minutes until uh, 7 o'clock this morning. We call it a daybreak. Lots happening here in this program and uh, between 7 and 9, of course. Goodness time, our actuality drive time, a program where we update you on the news, traffic, weather, so much more interesting um, nutbits, interviews, and so much more happening between 7 and 9. Don't forget to tell your friends about Radio Pulpit, please. Tell them that there is, yes, and like uh, with most things in life, that's worth it. Uh, it takes a bit of work to find us. You need to dig. You need to uh, fine tune. Find us on 657 AM. Of course, we are on 607 Open View, Channel 882 DSTV. We are on uh, the website on the Information Highway. Uh, there's an interactive a link on our website on which you can click. And if all else fails, you download the app and you can listen to us wherever you are. Connect it to your Wi-Fi, Bluetooth in your car. Yeah, your Bluetooth, that would work, eh? And uh, then you can listen to us wherever you are. There's even a low data option as well. So, my brother, my sister, thank you so much. Luke 10, 2 says, great is the harvest. Few are the harvest field workers. And I trust, vertrouw dat jy in hierdie ochend opgestaan het en aangemeld het as a harvest field worker, a Oosland werker om te sê, jyre, ook in hierdie dag sal ek vir u werk. I want to start with a scripture that the brother spoke into my heart this weekend. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, 
was emblazed onto the tables of my heart. It comes from the book Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4. And when he spoke about this scripture this weekend, I thought what a absolutely beautiful scripture it is. Listen to this. Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I did not turn away. That is written in God's word in Isaiah 50 and verse 4. A word in season to him who is weary. If you permit me, I want to share something just briefly of the past two, three days in my life. And I want to take you to another place in God's word because ultimately I know that you're not interested in man's opinion. When you switch on this time of the morning, you want to hear what the word of God has got to say. But I want to say this, if you permit me, if you allow me. It starts with an idea. It always starts with an idea, a dream, something that pops into your heart and before you know it, it grows and grows and it becomes a desire and you have to do something about that. And the past two days in my life played out because of an idea that started in someone else's heart. A brother in the Lord that felt exactly what the Word of God says in Psalms 133. Do you know Psalms 133? It was written by King David. And why am I talking to you about Psalms 133? Why am I talking to you about what happened in a, in a brother of mine in his heart? Because I trust that through the airwaves of Radio Puppet, maybe God will through his word, plant a seed in your heart to grow that dream and that desire to go and do the same. Because these past two days, my cup runneth over. my King David praises the beautiful gift and the sacred duty of unity amongst God's people. Listen to what he says. He says, how good and how pleasant it is when God's people live together. Some translation says, come together in unity. This psalm, Psalms 133, my brother, my sister, it's one of the pilgrimage psalms of the ascent. 
And if you know the history of Israel, Psalms 133 was incorporated into the annual religious festivals in which the families of Israel joined together in Jerusalem for worshiping the Lord. And boy, oh boy, not just in Jerusalem, but here in Gauteng, we worshipped the Lord. We came together in unity. And you know, one of the most beautiful things, there was no denomination. There was no denomination. There was a unity, a beautiful gift, a sacred duty of coming together and worshipping God. I have the privilege of going around the block for the, if I'm not mistaken, the 17th time yeah, at Radio Puppet. And I've been with Radio Puppet for the last 16 years. And I've been invited to many a camp and presenting some camps and doing camps, camps, men camps, family camps, all sorts of camps. But it was literally the first time in 17 years that I attended a camp like this where you could just drink from the fountain of life. Just dwell in, disappear amongst the brothers and sit there and drink from the fountain of life. If you look at God's word, the Hebrew word, good, you know the original Hebrew means excellent, excellent choice, desirable qualities, agreeable to the senses. The word for pleasant, that suggests sweetness, a quality that affords pleasure and delight. I experienced that this weekend. It is good and pleasant for God's people to live together. But you know what? It started with one brother in a church to say, it is important for men, men, king, priests, and prophets of our household to come together in unity, harmonious, loving unity, in interactions that pleases the Lord. And you know what's amazing about a camp like this? It doesn't take long for the masks to come off. Daar was ons met meer grade as a thermometer. En daar was net die gewone Joe Soap, soos ek. And you know what? It was just a mind-blowing experience. To drink from the fountain of life, to find out that God is still in the business of restoring marriages. God is still in the business of healing, resurrecting, restoring, renewing, refreshing, anointing. And I'm talking about men here this morning. But you know what? It's not just about men. It's God's people. We so desire in this country to see a nation in unity. How good and how pleasant it is for a nation to come together and live in unity. That is possible. Can a nation be born in one day? Yes, we have seen it. 14 May, 1948. Nothing is impossible for our God. Nothing is impossible for our God. 
And I have seen when men come together like this weekend, and I want to cry out. I want to say to you, my brother, as you drive in your car to, to work this morning, may God instill in you the dream, the idea, the concept, the hunger to plant a seat in your church, to go to your pastor, your elders, your deacons, and say, let's get the men together. Let's get the women together. Let's dwell together in unity. Did you know that Jesus prayed for us to be united as one, as he and the Father are one? John seventeen eleven. If if we live in unity, if we come together in unity, do you know that we reflect that that trion relationship amongst God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit? Likewise, that unity that brings fulfillment, that happiness to those who experience it. David, King David, I mean, David loved to be amongst the men. And we know the story that that one time that he forsook it, that he was supposed to be at war, at battle. He stood on the balcony and the proverbial all hell broke loose after that. When Satan isolates you as he's isolating the men of this country in South Africa, I kill Yeshua Bikiaf. And then he starts messing with your mind, and it sin starts in the mind. So it's a scarping, it's a cop on boer. One nibble at a time, you go astray, and before you know it, you're far away from the flock. And you're isolated, and you're alone, and you have to wear a mask. And as Amal Frau Ghanet, then say, Je goed, maar binnen en weet je die wielen kom af. Want by die huis gaan het slecht, by die werk gaan het slecht. Dis as jy werk het. And I have seen this weekend once again the value of brothers that come together in unity. David says he compares that unity. You know what he compares it to? Listen, precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. Psalms 130 and verse 2. Go and read it, man. Go and read it. It's a consecration. It's an anointing. It relates to the blessing of God's presence. Oh, and did we see the presence of the Lord? You just know that you know that you know that you know God is presence. When his people dwell together in harmony and in unity, God is there. Just as the oil ran down on Aaron's head, his beard onto his robe, Love and harmony amongst Christian brothers and sisters flow down and out and spreads blessings to the entire body of Christ. You know, I think we were about 70 souls there. But we came back refreshed. We came back renewed, restored. Yo, beautiful, your cup runneth over. It's a pleasant fragrance of unity. It causes us as believers to become appealing witnesses of Christ's love to our unbelieving world. I want to challenge you. Go back to where you worship the Lord. Do na vrouwenkamp. Do na mannenkamp. 
Doe een familiekamp. Dit begin met de droom in jouw hart. And before you know it, 70 men come together. 80 women come together. 150 people come together. And we become the difference that we so desire to see in South Africa. Unity amongst God's people is life-producing, man. It's life-producing. David likens the unity of, of, of the dew of Hermon. Mount Hermon. Dis waar die sneeuw vanaf kom, die levensgevende water vir Israel. Mount Hermon. He says it's the same like falling on Mount Zion. For the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. If you've been to Israel, you will know that Mount Hermon, the slopes of that mountain, Man, it produces copious amounts of refreshing, life-giving dew, water. It's God, God alone, the omniscient, only present, one and only true God of heaven and earth. His name is Yahweh. Try you and God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that refresh, nourishing, revitalizing, blessing of harmony. That rest on his people. It's like a cool mist falling on the mountains of Zion. It's a true sign of all good gifts. Brother, brotherly unity. Listen, it's not about race. It's not about culture. It's about brothers and sisters dwelling together in unity. We can astound the world. Think for a moment. Think. In 1994, the world looked at us and said, it's a miracle that's taken place in South Africa. It's a miracle. It could only be God. Our unity allows us to support one another. And I've seen spiritual battle this weekend. I've seen broken and weary men pitching up there. I've seen isolated men, men picking, pitching up there. I have seen broken in marriage men pitching up there. But I have seen God's hand and restoration that comes with brothers in unity, dwelling together in unity. Did you know that God designs his church to operate as a cohesive body? To use our gifts. And that's why I started with Isaiah. One brother stood up. He said, listen. He said, I, I, I said to the Lord, I will not leave this place, Lord. Give me a sign that you will leave with us. That you will be with us. And God gave him <laughs> Isaiah 50 and verse 4. It wasn't even the scripture itself. He had written it in front of his Bible many years ago. Many, many years ago. The Lord has given me a tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak. And you, my brother, you, my sister, that's listening to this radio broadcast, you know how to speak. God has given you that gift. If you can raise up your children, give your, have your husband instructions, give your wife instructions, you know how to speak. A word in season to him or her who is weary. I have seen it this weekend once again. It's good and pleasant for God's people to be united. It helps us to remain humble. 
It helps us to bear one another's burdens. I have seen men who struggle with illnesses and disease and sickness. I have seen other brothers that surrounded these men and prayed for them, laid hands on them. And I've seen them encouraged. I looked in their eyes and I saw there was hope. There was a renewing, a refreshing. When we sacrifice our desires for the benefits of others, man, we cultivate the kind of unity that Paul advocates. You know what he says in Philippians 2 and verse 2 and 3? He says, then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving each other, working together with one mind and one purpose. Don't be selfish. Hey, don't try to impress each other, but be humble. Thinking of others better than yourself. I have seen that happening this weekend. Time is catching up with me. It started with a dream, an idea in one man's heart. Stephen, bless your heart, man. You know what? Unity, unity, unity. It's what a beautiful thing. It's, it's a great blessing of God. It's a, it's a great call of God on, a, on your life, on my life. It doesn't matter who you are, irrespective of who you are, race, creed, or color. God, Spirit, speaking to you this morning, go back to where you worship the Lord. Ultimately, it's God's purpose, the mystery of His will according to His good pleasure, to unite all people. The Bible says every tribe, tongue, and nation will be gathered before His throne under His rule bringing unity to all things in heaven and on the earth under Christ. Are you willing to be obedient this morning? And so, Father, we pray. We pray, Lord Jesus, for unity in South Africa. We pray as your word says, how good and how pleasant, says Psalms 133 and verse 1, how good and how pleasant it is for God's people to live together in unity. Are you at discourse with somebody in your congregation? Let it go. Forgive. Be set free this morning. It's a pilgrimage into God's will. An excellent choice. A desirable quality. Agreeable to the senses. Man, when you are filled up, fired up, renewed, restored. Is tyd laat die manne van hierdie land weer by mekaar krom en die vrouwe van hierdie land, ek dink vir die vrouwe is het makkelijker. It's time that we come together at camps, worship the Lord, go to church. You did go to church this weekend, didn't you? And so Father, we stand before you. We honor you, we love you. And thank you Lord for restoration, for healing, for touching marriages this morning, for planting dreams in the hearts of men and women and say, Lord, I can be that difference that I so desire to see in this broken up society. South Africa is broken. South Africa is stuck And you and I are the tools that must present ourselves to say, Lord, here I am. It starts with unity, men, brothers and sisters coming together like anointing oil running down the beard of Aaron onto the collar, onto his robe, a consecration, a blessing of God's presence. Restore us, Lord. Renew us. And I pray, Lord, that by your Spirit this morning, you will fire brothers and sisters to go back and say, I want to do it where God has placed me. Yes, it's important for husbands, men, 
to take up their rightful place in this country once again, to be a king, a priest, and a prophet before the presence of the Holy One of Israel. It can be done. A nation can be born in one day, but it starts with you, and it starts with I. Are you willing to listen? Are you willing to hear this morning? I want to end off with the same scripture that I started with this morning. Isaiah 50 and verse 4. The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak in a word in season to him, to her who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear. Now you, my brother, you go and do the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to start a song with you. And listen to how the song builds. It's a well-known brother in the Lord. It's off a CD. That's, it's a CD that says, Heal Our Land. And it starts like this. And a bless. 